Mask Club provides premium limited edition face protection with unique designs that change monthly using unique designers and artists' works. Supporting the artist industry, which is one of the many that have been hit by the global pandemic. Their aim is to provide a new item of clothing that people will want to wear rather than have to wear. Every month, members of the Mask Club will receive four mask filters in a sexy foil sealed bag with a unique limited edition design ready for you to hit the streets feeling stylish and protected. Additionally, each package includes a unique QR code giving members exciting additional benefits including a Spotify playlist which also features this amazing podcast Liberty Prelash, leading members to feel their membership has deeper involvement than just the masks themselves. In order to join Mask Club, be sure to head to www.mrsk.club and use the voucher code PRELASH50 to get 50% off your first month. That is the unique voucher code PRELASH50 spelled 50 at mrsk.club. Embrace the mystery, join the club. MRSK Club. Hi everybody, it's Lucy and Jack here, and welcome back for another episode of Celebrity Prelash. Woo! <laughs> and this week I am joined by Grace Campbell. She is a comedian, she is a best-selling author, and I had an opportunity to sit down with her a couple of days ago to talk about a lot of fun things. You know, Grace, um, I met her first time at the Tuberous doing the Big Gay Comedy Show. Uh, she is somebody who really incorporates what a modern feminist is, and it's sort of a comedy which I really enjoy. So having the chance to do a podcast with her and to have a few drinks over Zoom. It was so much fun. Um, I learnt quite a lot, let's go and say. She also has a famous dad who I um, I didn't want to bring up too much, but of course I do have an interest. It's like a, an immediate uh, celebrity name drop there. And her dad is Alistair Campbell. Um, so if you grew up in the 90s, you will know who he is. He was Tony Blair's right-hand man uh, when he was in Downing Street. And just to go and say, you know, I also grew up with a, with a famous dad, sort of. Oh, my dad's a musician. He's very famous in Andorra, uh, which is not a joke. It's true. Look it up. He's in a band called Hooched. Um, and in the 90s, he was in a band called The One Thing. Um, so I sort of grew up with uh, lots of celebrities in and out of the house and lots and lots of stories. You know, my dad was on Radio 1, for example, and toured with Foreigner. But I guess it's not sort of the same level as um, dealing with Iraq and George W. Bush. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, um, if I were to do um, Celebrity Prelash, who would I talk about through my dad? Um, Spanish pop singer Chinoa. Yes, hi Chinoa, um, Bass Hunter. Um, yeah, um, you know, she had some amazing uh, celebrity name drops I could only wish I could keep up with. But you know, it was a fun conversation and I think we should go straight into it. Here is my conversation with the fantastic Grace Campbell. As usual, I'm here stuck in my bedroom feeling really, really sexy and really fancy free. And today I am joined by a fantastic guest. She is a comedian. She is a best-selling author as well. I know she's so talented. Please welcome Grace Campbell. Hi, darling. Hi, how's it all going? It's going, you know, the weather's been out. So I've been drinking insane amounts of alcohol, been able to see my friends outside. You know, life is better than it was two months ago. So I'm happy. Absolutely. Life is a pre-lash. Life is a pre-lash. Life is a pre-lash, yeah. And this, of course, is celebrity pre-lash. Um, I do see there's a drink in your hand. Uh, would you yes. mind telling the audience what is your pre-lash of choice? So my, and this, it changes, right? Like, I don't <laughs> always have one drink, but I, like, rinse a drink. So I'll have a drink of the month. I always do love tequila. So, like, when I'm drinking, I'll always have a shot of tequila during the evening. 
but my pre-last drink, which is what I'm drinking right now, is tequila with lots and lots and lots of fresh lime juice and soda water. That sounds delicious. That it's sounds delicious. Amazing. It's refreshing and you get hydrated as you drink. Clever. Absolutely. Now, of course, I have to ask you something very, very personal. Is that a salted rim? No, because if on I had glass. a salted rim, I'd get thrush. <laughs> oh, really? Well, you, you have to put it in your mouth, Grace. Let's get this right. Oh, I don't know where I your mind just went I was talking then. about my rim. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, you took it there, did you? It's like I wasn't doing I a did. double entendre at all. <laughs> <laughs> I can't put salt anywhere near either rims. Well, that's really interesting to know. I've learned something about well, you. you. Because you know what as well, like salt is the other thing that makes you hungover. So I try and, yeah, yeah, salt is very dehydrating. Drinking too much, of course, but I I like to drink too much and avoid getting hungover. So like I have lots of different things I do. Like I drink diarolite before bed to replenish the salts that I've lost. It's a great piece of advice. What's that called again? Diarolite. It's what you drink when you have diarrhea. Sorry, I've gone there already. But... If you drink it before bed, after you've drunk alcohol, you're replacing all of the salt that you lose from drinking. And so your headache will be like way better the next day. I love the fact we're obviously professional drinkers here at Celebrity Prelash. And we're already discussing how to get over a hangover when this podcast <laughs> is finished. Yeah, this so is good any advice. any functioning alcoholics listening, that's a good piece of advice from me. Amazing advice. So I'm just sitting here, Grace, with my uh, white wine. Um, I'm a basic middle class bitch. Um, but it's white, a it looks creation. red. No, it's white. It it's, it's, it's my special glass. You see? Oh, the glass white. makes it red. Yeah, well, yes, it's a special, it's a, it's a red glass. Can you see it? It's dark red. <laughs> it's, okay, it's white wine. I got it. She can see it, it now. It's for light. Yeah, so I'm drink. I'm such a basic bitch. I'm just here drinking a white wine. You know what? I'm so basic. I don't even know if it's like a Pinot Grigio, a Chardonnay. It's just white. Echo wine. Falls. Yeah. I don't even know what Blood brand it is. Hill. It's just white wine I saw from my housemate's <laughs> fridge. <laughs> well, it's very delicious. I'm going to raise my glass and say thank you very much for being here. Our special guest today, it is Miss Grace Campbell. Cheers. Clink, clink. Cheers. My glass, it's, it's actually plastic glass today, so I can't make the satisfying sound. Me too. Mine's plastic as well. Look at just destroying the oceans. I know. It's just, otherwise I just break the glasses. What? Are you, you, are you not coming out as Greek or something? Is it Greeks who... No, I just, I just kick over glasses all the time, so it's better that they're plastic because I'm mentally five. <laughs> just leave them on tables. Leave them on tables. And you oh, but I love you. sitting on the sofa. Look, I'm on my sofa right now. I just love my sofa. Just so relaxed, having a tequila okay. drink and just talking to on Lucy the sofa. and I'm <laughs> You know, I just you know one of the main issues i have not just about coronavirus but just living in this moment is that i've decided to go and do this podcast called celebrity prelash and it really isn't a prelash because there's no party to go to afterwards isn't that sad it is sad i would agree it's really sad it is but, sad. you know you just have to think post the pandemic you'll have opportunities to have celebrity prelash and then we have the lash you know absolutely this is the prelash to the prelash it's like an accumulative Oh, look at me using a long word, an accumulative, a, now I can't say it, an accumulative free lash <laughs> over 10 episodes and hopefully will be free. And then I could probably go first of all to the priory to get exactly. over my alcoholism and then 
see you at the real lounge exactly i'll see you i'll see you at the priory as well oh <laughs> we can get a twin room and we might have to socially distance yeah. because we'll have our vaccines there we go <laughs> yeah so of course here at celebrity prelash we like to dish the dirt we like to go and talk about you know celebrities we've worked with celebrities we've met celebrities we've just had an encounter with down at tesco it really really depends on our guest today uh just to give the audience a little bit of a background you know your dad um is a famous politician so you have uh, grown up around the rich and famous and powerful of the UK. So when it comes to celebrity name dropping, I hope you have a few good ones for me today. Yes, I love to name drop. Famously, it's a hobby of mine. Fantastic. And you've just sent me through now, just by text, a few names we're going to talk about today. And I'm going to go straight in here. So please, Grace Campbell, tell me, how do you know Robbie Williams? Well... I met Robbie Williams just once in a lift in a hotel in Manchester because my dad, who's called Alistair Campbell, Mm -hmm. was playing in Soccer Aid, which is like the big celebrity football match. And it's for charity. And I was about 12 years old. And this was at Old Trafford, Manchester United Stadium in Manchester. Mm -hmm. So me and my best friend Tyler went because we were like, we just want to go and see loads of celebrities and like loads of celebrities were playing in this game. And then there was a big after party and my parents are really lax. So they let us go to the after party and we're like 12, literally 12, just like running around the after party, drinking Coca-Cola, eating the fish and chips, like canapes. And then me and Tyler get into the lift to go up to our room or something. And then Robbie Williams gets in the lift. Well, he was like, the door was shutting and then he put his like tattooed arm in the door and pulled open the door. And then he got in the lift with us and we were, we were literally so excited. And then we got a picture with him to send to Tyler's aunt. And of what I remember, he was lovely. That is my encounter with Robbie Williams. (laughs) I can't say we have anything further than that. I wish I could say we shagged a bit later on in those years. Not at the age of 12, (laughs) but, you know, I want a really good celebrity celebrity sex story. That's what I'm lacking. Don't we all? I want a really good, like, I fucked Harry Styles. Okay, that's a good soundbite for the promo. Thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> like the whole idea of like him, you know, with his tattooed arm going through the lift and making it open again. It's very much like a sitcom moment, isn't it? Who's the new guest yeah. for this episode? You and Tyler in the lift and suddenly it's, it opens up and it's Robbie Williams and you're like... Oh, I know. I think it's funny because like, when you're a kid, you, th- there's like only a certain type of celebrity that impresses you. So in a really like... This is going to sound so unrelatable and apologies, but, you know, <laughs> I'm not always relatable. I am very relatable in some ways, but... There were lots of politicians I met when I was younger and I wasn't particularly impressed because I didn't really know who they were because I wasn't an adult. So I wasn't engaging in politics. But when I'd see like a celebrity, you know, David Beckham once touched my head before he <gasps> went on to play it at Old that's Trafford. A second, that, that's and, a second name drop. Thank you. Keep going. Yes. And that meant more to me than, you know, like, I don't know, Tony Blair wasn't impressive at all. But like... David meeting David Beckham and seeing even Victoria Beckham from afar that is so much cooler to me than meeting politician and in a way it still is now maybe because Definitely. of my childhood because it was like celebrities are so much cooler than politicians absolutely I completely completely understand that you know like obviously when you're a child um, you just you know maybe the knowledge of your celebrity culture does come from things like smash hits so although you might yeah. not know who Michael Howard is 
obviously you're going to know who Fee from Steps is. And that's far more exciting, far more exciting. Yeah, I mean, I think there's just something about, especially like in that era of the noughties, because this was the noughties when I was like a young, an old child and a young teen. Not and girl, not that, woman. That, exactly, that yeah. period of celebrity was epic. Because it was like a much smaller pool of celebrities. And we were so obsessed with really specific people like Britney. Mm. Um, and it, yeah, I just, I have like a nostalgia for that time and for the obsession that I had with like the Spice Girls and Britney Spears and David Beckham and Blue. I loved Blue. Oh, wow. We have the same interests as children. We used to like things like blue and now we like tequila. Like, oh, yeah. So basic, Grace. <laughs> He's just sipping into his white wine. Of, he doesn't even know where it's from. <laughs> Who's your favourite member of blue? Um, probably, it was always Simon and Duncan. They're my two favourites. I don't Ooh. think I could choose. You couldn't choose. Well, preferably no. you'd have both of them. Or well, maybe you can't yeah, have Duncan's full-on gay. But, um, to, yeah. Well, we could, deep, we could DP. We could, the three of us, we could. You could. Just yeah. like, oh, it's, it's going to sound really bad. Just like, you know, just like say Duncan, you know, I'm actually a make, I'm actually make a wish Foundation child. Or my, no, but my also, last wish. No? But also it's more like, but Duncan, you can get with Simon and I can be there getting with Simon, watching you getting with Simon. Simon. Oh, that sounds a bit freaky. That does sound like a bit nineties, maybe. There lots of mm, alcohol. I think. Would have to be I true. think I'm. I prefer that than being than saying I'm a Make a Wish child. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, sometimes as comedians, our thoughts do go to very weird places. Mm. <laughs> this is true. Mine just goes to a very sexual place. There you go. At least we know our branding. At least we know our branding. And yeah. do you know who my favourite member of Blue was? Who? Anthony. And oh, for yeah. a very specific reason. Because he always felt like the underdog. Like he wasn't as like trim. And he like, was the underdog. Yeah. He couldn't sing as well as the others. It's like the whole, it's, I, I like to think of it as like the Victoria Beckham complex. Victoria was not the yeah. best singer, but automatically you sort of like her more because of her weaknesses. Mm. It's more real. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I just think I was more drawn to the the, the good looking, the more good looking ones. Like I most people, little, little horny girl, you know. <laughs> Simon, I love you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you know, I'm here at Celebrity Prelash. Oh, by the way, um, I um, I still see your drink is quite full. So please have a sip when I tell you the following. Um, okay. Yeah, there, there she goes. Good. Uh, we also like to go and play games. So what I've been doing today, I've been asking all of my friends on Instagram to go and send me through some interesting celebrity trivia. But not all of them are true. Because some of them are poo. You must work out which are true and which are poo. How does that sound? That sounds fun. Thank you very much. So up until this point in the series, I have asked the audience to go and um, essentially just go and tell, like, make up their own trivia. And it just hasn't really worked. Just because of... Um, so earlier on today, I said the usual tell me if it's true tell me if it's poo. And something someone said was poo was actually true. So I'm not taking the risk... I've actually made up the poo ones myself and I think I am right. very creative and you're going to be very proud of me. So are you ready okay, to go great. and hear these? Of course. Okay, I'm not going to tell you how many are true or how many are poo. I nearly just gave okay. it away. So let's go straight into it. So here is the first one here, Grace Campbell. 
Irish songbird Enya attempted to represent Ireland in the Eurovision Song Contest. Do you think that's true or poo? I think it's true. Why do you think it's true? Because, well, I, it's something I can imagine she would have done earlier on in her career. Yeah. Um, it's just one of those fun facts that people know. Exactly. Like, do you know that Rita Ora nearly did Eurovision as well for the UK? The year I did Andrew actually Lloyd know won. that. You did know that, yeah. Good knowledge, mm-hmm. good knowledge. And look at what she's doing now, having illegal parties. Exactly. That's for a different day. Um, so you're saying a- true. ABBA. ABBA. <laughs> Dion. Lots ABBA. of famous people. Yeah. So the fact yeah. that Enya only apparently attempted to represent, maybe it was a good thing. Maybe it wasn't a, po- a poisonous chalice. But let's go and find out if it's true or poo. I can reveal it is true. Well done, Grace. One out of one. This is from Jules on Instagram. Thank you very much for that, Jules. Thank I've you, done some Jules. research into this, so I can tell you she was part of her former group, Clannards, back in 1973. But their song, and this is in Irish language, so I'm going to completely butcher it, and th- something in Irish wasn't chosen to represent them that year. There oh, we go. No, well I'm done. I'm so, so sorry for you, Enya, but Poor you Enya. made it anyway. So. She did. So cheers to Enya. Cheers to go Enya. On, girl. Clink, clink. Cheers. Clink, clink, clink. I feel like on this podcast as well, I have to like really, really like overdo my sips and my slurps. People know I actually am drinking, not faking. <laughs> so tragic. Okay, let's move forward. Here is the second one. Um, French President Emmanuel Macron has his own range of ladies' perfume called Amour Politique. Do you think that's true or poo? I think that's poo. Why do you think that's poo? Because. If he did that, it would kind of be political suicide for Emmanuel. I think think? it would be believable that his wife may do that. She's really cool. I can imagine her doing it. But I don't think he would do that as as a politician, though. Well, that's very, very good logic. I can reveal this is poo. Yes, I came up with that one. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't see why politicians can't, you know, sort of um, put their brand to. Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of creepy for a man to have a women's perfume called what was it? L'amour I... politique. Amour politique. Amour politique. It's a bit creepy. <laughs> it's a bit presumptuous as well. Yeah, it's like of, if you go and spray Macron yourself. To be like, like this. spray this, and then you're gonna love me and vote for me. It's a bit. <sighs> That is it. Hashtag me too. That is a propaganda thing there, isn't it? That's the idea yeah. they're going to go and spray it and they're going to smell their lovely wrists and be like, is that what you put in perfume? I don't know, I'm not a woman. Yeah, it's like in Anchorman when um, Paul Rudd's character sprays that perfume, do you remember? And it's like, it smells so bad. He thinks it's a snake scent. And he thinks it's going to get all the women, but it's, it's like shit. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Be careful of what you put on your skin. Be careful of what For you For real. So you've got two out of two. A very intuitive person right in front of me now. Let's see if she can make it three out of three. Jerry Halliwell used to be a TV presenter in Turkey. Is that true or poo? Can I ask how old she was when this happened? Um, no, you can't. <laughs> Hmm. Um, it was before the Spice Girls. I will tell okay. you that much. Not the case of like 2002. She guest hosted like MTV Turkey for like 10 minutes for like a promo spot. That's what happened. No, it okay. wasn't it was like that. It was a proper job. Hosting do. Probably should pay taxes on it as well and PAYE. I'd imagine if it's true. 
if it's true, it sounds sounds like it's not true, but also you sound like it's true. And I'm oh, going to have faith in away. you. And I'm going to say ever. it's true. Okay, true. someone finally has faith in me. Listen to that, mum. Okay, here we <laughs> go. So Grace is saying it's true. I can reveal. I might have given it away. It's true, yes. It is Oh, my true. God. No, but you could have been like, you know, and would I lie to you? You could have just been making it up. Well, Grace Campbell, this game is nothing like Would I Lie to You, although obviously it is, and everyone always asks me that. <laughs> okay, I, will, I would never lie to you. Um, I will give you the background. So yes, in 1993, she was a host on the Turkish version of Let's Make a Deal. Wow. A very talented lady. And was it in English or in Turkish? I'm presuming in English. Well, I did find a few clips. So if you want to um, find out more about this at okay, home... Yeah, I'll just, go look just, them up. And obviously Grace at home as well. Look up Jerry Hannibal, Turkey, uh, 1993. And she just says, like, catchphrases. Like, I can't possibly say I don't speak Turkish. So I guess it was a bit of a Turkish auto cue going on. Okay. Well, mm. if I can name drop there... <gasps> oh, I... yes, please! So how do you know Jerry Hannibal? What's a good well, name? I... I mean, I can't say I know her now, even though my mum did used to babysit her ex-husband, who's her father's children. Her ex-husband or the children? My mum used to babysit (laughs) her ex-husband. Your mum's not Rebecca Lee's. No, carry on, carry on. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I met her at an event at Downing Street when I was Mm. about nine years old, and I've just got this amazing picture. I look so cute like i was so cute what happened and we we almost look related me and jerry we look in this picture i'm like ginger and freckly and i'm like mm. that's cute and then she's there and she's like who's this cute little girl i love her can i take her home with me um that, and and said, she, one million and yeah i love jerry from the yeah. movie from spice world the movie i Absolutely. love jerry in it jerry's outfits were iconic She's the epitome of iconic. Everything mm. about her back in the 90s. Jerry now, I'm very much on the fence. Um, she has turned into like the lady of the manor. I don't fully buy it. But in ni- 90s, Jerry was just amazing. Her clothes were amazing. I don't really know much about what she's like now. I don't really check in on her. You don't want to. She's like, really? Hello, I'm Jerry Hallowell, and I oh, am gosh. the lady of the manor. And why? I... What happened there? Well, she married uh, Christian Horner from Formula One. Oh well, that was after the guy that my mum used to babysit. Yes, so I'm guessing it's Bluebell's dad. Yes. Who? What it... is his name? I, I, see, I'm quite impressed. I know the name of her daughter. Unfortunately, I can't name the dad. Okay, well, somebody listening knows, but she used to babysit him, and now she's with the Formula One guy. Wow. Okay, is the guy is the Formula One guy older? Well, this is the most annoying thing about it. Not only is he younger, he's also really attractive and a billionaire. Right. Like Jerry, wow. props on you. She's done so good for her. I mean, the thing is, she is a Spice Girl. So, yeah, girl you know, power. You can't see that's it. Like I'm a doing hot, a thing in the. That's a really yeah. hot, attractive trait to be a Spice Girl. I know, right? Mm. Amazing. I um, wait. Yeah. What's your favorite Spice Girl song? I don't know. I think like, why has my mind just gone completely blank? Um, <laughs> Name every Spice Girl song. Go on. What? Okay, okay. The really mama. Um, you just, I just mama. You just said you. the name, mama. Mama. <laughs> I swear. 
Um, I don't know, maybe that because it's sad. I love sad songs. Oh, nothing beats Beaver Forever if you're talking about a sad yeah. song. Yeah, that's true. I loved that. And like, you know, and if you remember, well, you won't remember because you're younger than me, but I could remember that, remember this very, very well. So that was the week before Jerry left. And there's lots of really? confusion about it because it Wait, was... Wait, what was? Which song? Viva Forever? Viva Forever. And there was um, a lot of rumours going around that Jerry had left because it was their first ever animated video. And they were just saying, no, wow. we wanted to do something different and have an animated video. But obviously it's because Jerry had left. And do you think the song was about the breaking up of the band? No. I think they marketed it as later right, on. okay. Goodbye was definitely, obviously, about Jerry leaving. Yeah, yeah. Goodbye, my friend. Oh, yeah. We aren't getting record deals, are we? <laughs> no, I wish. <laughs> oh, we could be like I don't know H and Claire of um, the 2020s. What about it? Obviously, yeah, I'm Claire. Your age? <laughs> I think I'm Claire. Okay, I'll Thank be you. H. Oh, hello. Well, I'm blonde and gay. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Every single podcast, I always find a way to bring up steps. I don't know how I do it. I get it. It's a challenge that you've set for yourself. I just love steps. I've really got into steps. And I will tell you why. Steps are great. I'll tell you why. So before my first ever paid uh, comedy gig, uh, we had the dress rehearsal. And afterwards, we went to the Two Brewers in Clapham, where I used to do the comedy night. You know, you've come and performed with us there. And Mm -hmm. I walked in and I saw Tia Coffey from RuPaul's Drag Race, a very good old friend of mine. Mm -hmm. uh, Old friend of mine. Uh, She's very old. And she went, you won't believe it. Steps are here. And I went, what? I went, what? Me and Tia, we ran out into the smoking area and yeah, we saw Steps just having a cheeky ziggy outside the two brewers. <gasps> yes, they smoke. Oh Isn't that sad God. when you, your child's like icon smoke? That's a different story. And yeah, I hang I out. I don't know, I, I love it. Steps. Hung out with Steps that wow, whole evening. Got lots of so uh, got lots of selfies and Faith from Steps said to me many times, I have a good aura. She was really pissed. Oh, that's but so yeah, sweet. I'm taking it. I'm taking it. Good. Just like good. That. Yeah. That's my seventy name drop got out of the way. Thank you. Great. And Tia Coffee. Great. Well, yeah. Drop. I went to uni with her. Yeah. Okay. Love. Thank you. Love her. And she, do you live in Clapham? No. no. <laughs> I'm not that bougie. I live in Collier's Woods. So down the okay. northern line. I associate you with Clapham just because that's where your comedy night is. But isn't she like the queen of Clapham? Yeah. Well, Clapham South. Yeah. That's not. <laughs> split hairs <laughs> <laughs> so we have talked about Robbie Williams we've talked about Jerry Hannibal we're just showing our age here let's move forward with another celebrity name drop I can't believe you've suggested this one I can't believe it Grace Campbell how did you know Jimmy Savile <laughs> well that's very badly phrased I didn't know Jimmy Savile I unfortunately have a photograph with him when I was about eight years old. Uh I've got a picture with him at the Great North Run in in Newcastle. And this was obviously, I mean, it's it's disgusting because at the time, a lot of industry people actually knew what what had happened and what had gone down. My dad didn't. He wouldn't have let me anywhere near him if he did. Uh But we then, when everything happened, you know, with Jimmy Savile, because it all came out after he died, really. Like, the worst yeah. stuff came out after he died. You know, Louis Theroux did that weird documentary with him, which is so weird. And 
when um, Louis Theroux goes to his house in Scotland, and that's really near, that house is really near where me and my family go, my family's Scottish, and you drive past it, it's in the middle of Glencoe, in the middle of this Glen, when I say there is not another building, nor a shop, pub, nothing, for about 10 miles either way, it's just in the middle of this Glen, and now it's completely desolate, obviously no one wants to buy it, because it's like Jimmy Savile's old house, Anyway, so we, I have a picture with him, but I'm not, that's not a celebrity name drop. That's a paedophile shame drop, really. That's okay. It's still a celebrity. You know, we don't have to just talk about nice things. We can also talk about bad things. So I think also, as well as comedians, like sometimes we do have to go and talk about things in our life which maybe aren't as uh, rosy and happy. And that's yes, how we make our true. money. That is true. I mean, I think it's just like, we, we, I find the whole sex, like child sex all of that stuff so awful and disgusting and when all of that no obviously but for me I find it even difficult to talk about because I find it like I don't know but when that happened and then about a year later I found this picture and it was me and my next door neighbours Florence and Sissy with Jimmy Savile and we were all like that is so fucking weird because he feels like a sort of demonic ghost now anyway do you know the circumstances of how you uh, met him and had that photo taken? Because it was the Great North Run, which is the half marathon that oh, happens yeah. every year in Newcastle. And my dad did it every year. And we were there at the beginning. And Kelly Holmes was, um, it's another name drop for you. Kelly love, Holmes was cutting the ribbon. Kelly, yeah. yeah, Dame Kelly. I've met her a couple of times. But she was cutting the ribbon and he just happened to be at the start line. And a photographer took a picture of us with him. Okay, so it was more candid rather than spending a few hours with him. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. It was not. We were not hanging out. No. Good. That's really, really good to know. Um, I can also just quickly add another name drop about Kelly Holmes. So so she is the first famous person I ever saw in London. This is a completely true fact. I once saw her driving her Mini outside of South Kent Tube. Wow, love. And I was like, oh my God, it's Kelly Holmes. And... I know. Yeah. I've never told anyone that. Yeah. I was around 16 at the time. It was so exciting. I bet. Well, that was also, when was that? 2004. When Kelly was like, like, she was really huge then. She was huge in popularity and success, not like size. No, that was her. That was when those Olympics had just happened. Yeah. In 2004, it was Greece. Beijing. That was 2008. Oh. Greece, it was Greece, Greece, 2004. It was Athens, yeah. Because two years yeah. later, they then, no, the same year, they then won uh, the Euro football. And then I could then cancel out that straightness and add the next year, they, went, they then won Eurovision. So yeah, oh. I know. It was Greece's right. time of the world, man. Yeah. I love Greece. I love Greece too. Why do you love Greece? <laughs> I love Greece because two of my best friends are Greek and I love their Greek families. And I love going there because I think it's beautiful. I love Greek food. I love the beaches in Greece. I love going on holidays in Greece. Oh, get me back there. I was going to say I love Greece because I love musicals. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for making the sound effects. At least I make myself laugh sometimes. (laughs) 
So while Grace goes and gets herself another well-deserved drink, let me go and tell you a little bit more about our friends at Mask Club. As a member of Mask Club myself, every single month they send me a very special, funky, fashionable, triple-layered face mask. So every single time I go to the supermarket or I get on public transport, I feel as sexy as I feel on the inside. Additionally, with every single face mask, you also receive their activated carbon MRSK filters, so you have the extra protection wherever you go. As a special offer for all of our amazing listeners here at Celebrity Prelash, you will receive 50% off your first month subscription with MRSK Club. You will not receive just one, but you will receive two funky face masks in the post with the carbon activated filters I just mentioned for the grand price of £4.99. In order to go and get this brilliant deal, and I promise you this is a bargain, be sure to go to the website mrsk.club and use the voucher code prelash50 upon checkout. And yes, you will receive these two face masks and carbon filters for the grand price of $4.99 for your first month. That is at the website mrsk.club using the voucher code prelash50, 50 spelt 50. MRSK Club. Welcome back, Grace. I see you have a full drink, which is what we like to see here on Celebrity Pre-Dash. Um, I'm a little bit empty, actually. So let me go and top myself up with another drink. Nothing naughty. And let's go and play another game. Woo! <laughs> one second. One second. Getting my anonymous wine. Here we go. Oh, it is Pinot Grigio. It is Pinot Grigio. Oh, okay. Gorgeous. Done. Fantastic. So this is a game, Grace Campbell, we like to call Who Did Dunn Say That? What Love I have it. done, I have scoured the internet or just a blog I found with lots of cool celebrity quotes. And as I just told you, these are celebrity quotes, but stupid celebrity quotes. I'm going to read out the quote for you and give you three options of who did done say that. And you must Great. work out who done who did done say that. How does that sound? Love. <laughs> it's a tongue twister. It's a tongue twister. So here we go. Here is the first one here, Grace Campbell. No, no, I didn't go to England. I went to London. Was it Oprah Winfrey, Paris Hilton, or Drew Barrymore? Would you like to go and talk us through the option? So I think definitely wasn't Oprah, just okay. because Oprah wouldn't. Um, I have a feeling it's Paris Hilton. So because you're I have say, a yeah. feeling. It's one of those quotes that's been sort of quoted of one of the dumb things Paris Hilton said. <laughs> so I think I'm going to say Paris Hilton. Okay, so you're saying Paris Hilton. No, no, I didn't go to England. I went to London. I can reveal you got the right answer. Woo. Thank you. Is that four out of four in the last game? Did you get, I guess yeah. you got four marks? Yeah. So we aren't actually doing a leaderboard for Celebrity Prelash. Everyone Great. always asks me this. But if we were, you would be winning. You're the first person oh. to get four marks so far. Well, I love being a winner, so thank you. So let's see if you get the next one right. Okay, here we go. This is a bit harder, this one. I'm not going to lie. So, okay. If everybody in the world dropped out of school, we would have a much more intelligent society. Okay. Was it Jaden Smith, Lola Leon, or Kelly Osborne. So you've given the options are all children of celebrities. Interesting. I know, right? It's like I'm trying so to... So the quote was, we... if everybody dropped out of school... We would have a much more intelligent society. I'm, I'm going to say it's Jaden Smith. 
And why and are you going to say, say what he meant by that is that school doesn't teach us the things that it should. I think he said it in a more sort of spiritual way of not like everyone's stupid, but if we didn't go to school, we'd all be more clever. I was also thinking like in a Pink Floyd's way, isn't it? We don't need no education. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so you're saying Jason Smith going for the five out of five. I can reveal... It's the right answer. Woo! Really? Yes, wow. You're absolutely killing it. Like, Thank this quiz you. actually means anything in life. Thank you. I love that. Thank well you so done. much. I Thank know. You. Just such a clever lady. I, oh. I love being right. I know. It's good to be addicted to something which can make a good mm. effect on the world, yeah. Mm-hmm. rather than alcohol <laughs> yeah so let's go to the third one here uh, the, if you get this right you're the first person to ever get full marks on celebrity prelash i didn't think this would ever happen wow i'm very tempted wow. to ask you this okay Du-du. so here we go who did then say that all this tension i love it now i can say that i still haven't had an abortion but i wish i had was it lena dunham Scarlett Moffat or Billie Eilish? It was Lena Dunham. I remember this quote. Oh! Yeah. It was a lot of controversy when she said it. I didn't hear about her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a a crazy thing to say. It is. That's why I'm saying it. Who did say that? When your eyes lit up, I was like, oh my God, have I really offended you? Or did you know the answer? I'm hoping it is still the fact that you know the answer. No, it is. It's Lena Dunham. So Lena Dunham. Yes, indeed, it is correct. You got six out of six. I got six out of six. Thank you. What a queen. Well done. Thank you. I didn't know it was a famous quote. Well, it's not a famous quote. I'm just a very close follower of Lena Dunham. It's not famous. It's just there was a lot of talk about it when she said it. Ah. Yeah. Okay, so maybe for the next guest, I need to, like, find something more obscure. Well, I don't know. I think that would be obscure to a lot of people, but I'm, like, Like very much in the feminist community. So when she said that, everyone was talking about it on, on, on the internet. So on a feminist level, then, what do you make Mm. of that um, statement? Well, I think it's just like, you could have just said, I'm pro-abortion without having to say, I would have had an abortion. Because it's a bit like, it's both offensive to people who have had abortions, because it's not a a thing you would choose to have. It's not a fun experience. You know, Mm. we have abortions because sometimes we need to have abortions and it's like a, a necessity. But it's not like getting an ear piercing you know it's not like a fun thing that you come out of the other side of with like a oh instagram picture look at my new abortion <laughs> like it's not my like that card. One, if i get one more i get a free happy yeah so i think like that's that's why it was like you didn't need to insert yourself into this scenario you could have just said i'm pro-abortion absolutely um obviously i'm pro-abortion as well women have the right uh for that reason let's lift our glasses and do a cheers for women's rights cheers Pro-choice. Pro Pro-choice. Cheers, cheers, glug, glug. Look at us. We're just such, like, pioneers, like, for feminism. Well, actually, you are. Yeah. I'm not. Um, I know I look like a lesbian, um... but apart from that, I'm not a woman. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they call me, Grace Campbell? What? Um, they call me um, the Claire Balding of comedy. Don't you know that? Love that. I love that. Thank you. Well, it's congratulations. My I actually you met Claire Balding great... once. I think I've met Claire Boarding as well. 
Good. How was she for you? I think she was fine. I can't really remember. She's so she's sweet. Just, so sweet. Yeah, I mean, when you met her, were you like, wow. Okay, here's my story about Claire Balding. I've never name-dropped more than an episode than I have with you. I feel because you have such an amazing list of people you sent through to me earlier, I feel like I need to compete. So (laughs) let me tell you my story about Claire Balding. So my friend Vanessa, she won two tickets to go to Wimbledon. And um, we went along. We had little lanyards to walk around. Love. Love a lanyard. And then we realised there was a VIP lounge, a VIP area at Wimbledon. So do you know what well, I did? And I have to warn you, we had already had, a, we had around two bottles of Prosecco at this point. I got a pen and on my lanyard, I wrote VIP Love Heart Sue Barker. And we walked up and I went, yes, a VIP, VIP. And they went, no. And I went, Sue Barker says we can come in. And the security guard said, no, you can't come in. And then I saw Claire Balding walk by and I went, Claire, Claire, you went to school with my aunt. And she went, sorry. I went, hi, I'm Lucy. Nice to meet you. Yes, uh, my aunt Charlotte went to school with you at Downhouse. And she went, oh, I don't remember um, Charlotte. And I went, oh, it's okay. Um, it's fine. Um, yes, we're, we're walking into the VIP section together. And she went, unfortunately, um, I need to run, but um, lovely to meet you. And we just left alone with the security guards. And, and you didn't get in. Didn't get into the VIP section. Oh, how sad. <laughs> But she was very nice. Yeah, I'm sure she was, but she didn't get you into the VIP section. So how nice is she? Yeah, she's a bitch. She no. saw that you wanted to get into the VIP section and she didn't help. Yeah, so actually I take it all back. She's a- That's actually, when I was underage, that's how me and my friends used to get into pubs. Is I had this one friend who was very glamorous looking. She looked like a celebrity. She still does. She has the most insane long blonde hair. And what we would do is we would protect... So she would walk in... And we would be girls standing outside and we would be like, oh my God, oh my God, it's blah, blah, blah from Gossip Girl. Oh my God, we love you so much. We love you so much. And then she'd be like, let these girls in. They're so sweet. But like, because the security guard would think she was really famous. So he'd like go along with it. That's such a good idea. We we got that technique from the OC. There's an episode of the OC where Marissa does that to get into a club. She pretends that Ryan is a famous actor and the security guard lets them in. This is such a good idea. Yeah. So next time we're out, just pretend I'm Claire Balding, push me through in yeah, front of a club exactly. and we'll get in. And then you, as Claire, just say, let these, let these little kids in. Yeah, definitely. We're going to do yeah. that. We're going to do that. Um, I'd never thought as well. So obviously you are a verified social media star. Have you wow. ever used your blue tick in order to get something above us plebs who don't have one? Um... Have I done that? I mean, I've definitely, I've never done that in a romantic way. I've never okay. like me- messaged someone I fancy in that way. I think there's something really gross about doing that, I'm afraid. But yeah. I have done it. I mean, maybe people will find this grosser to message brands to get free stuff. I have done that. Because you go to like the top of their inbox list. Um, that is yeah i definitely but not much and i would say most times i've done it i've been ignored so you know humbling experience for us all but it yeah i mean the day i got blue ticked on instagram i was on cloud nine yeah it's a real rite of passage for us millennials Mm. it has to be done it just makes stuff a lot easier and then i just got verified on twitter and it means that you 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 get suggested for other verified people to follow. So that day I got followed by loads of celebrities because uh, they, you go into their suggested list. 
amazing so who's the most famous person apart from me to <laughs> to follow you on uh social media i don't really know to be honest um i don't know like who counts as famous as so as we discussed before someone from blue levels. famous um someone like a politician not famous no i i get that i'm just thinking like you know there's people like who's been on my podcast that's followed me like Anthony Scaramucci is this really famous guy in America. Of course. Um, Jamie Lang. Dermot O'Leary follows me on Instagram. Ooh, I started to his DMs. Love that. <laughs> I mean, I feel like there are more, but I'm also maybe, maybe not. I don't really know. Jesus, she has too much time. Just too much time to see who follows her by concentrating on the people she's following. Well, also, but this is the thing. I So, like, I don't see who follows. I don't check who follows me. And then I'll randomly go on, like, a famous person's Instagram and they follow me. Like, Davina McCall, she'd been following me for months. And I went on her Instagram and I was like, how rude. I haven't followed Davina McCall back. That is so rude of me. How dare you. I know. <laughs> and uh, do you follow her now? Oh, yeah. Big Good. fan. Good to hear, good to hear. Grace Campbell, so we're coming to the end of Celebrity Pre-Lash. Um, your drink is empty. So please fill up your drink and let me bring up the last Celebrity name drop. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. Let's finish. So obviously this is a gay LGBT podcast. So we let's finish off with the biggest LGBT gay icon of all time. Grace Campbell, how do you yes. know Vladimir Putin? <laughs> well, I met him in a strip club. <laughs> was he making it rain with notes i met him at heaven actually when i was oh like my God. 16 and who was performing that night was it michelle mcmanus lady gaga oh that's my best name drop i've been to fucking lady gaga's house in malibu okay that is my best name drop vladimir putin we will come back to you in a minute grace campbell how do you know lady gaga when I was about 19 or 20, I got this job assisting producing on a film where Lady Gaga FaceTimed Prince William. And it was about mental health. It was for this, it was for their Heads Together campaign. Um, Amazing. The Royal Family. So anyway, I got to go to LA for a day and it was the first time I ever been to LA and I'm in love with LA. I want to move there. Drove to her house. Her house was absolutely insane. She had those gorgeous French bulldogs everywhere. She had a horse paddock and horses. She was amazing. She remembered all of our names. She was so lovely. It was just the whole vibe was amazing. And I was just like, I spent a day with her and her team. And I was like, all I want is to be in Lady Gaga's entourage. It's like all I want in life. Um, it was like a dream. It was really like a dream. And I took some amazing pictures of her. Um, yeah. Amazing. Um, Lady Gaga's a queen. Lady Gaga is my screensaver and always is my screensaver. <gasps> That's amazing. We all love Gaga here. But let's go finish off with Vladimir Putin very, very so quickly. So Vladimir Putin didn't meet him in heaven. He was <laughs> uh, obviously the president of Russia. And when he'd just come in, nobody thought he was an evil dictator, which we now know he is. And he'd come to London to see Tony Blair. And we went up the London Eye, not with him. I did meet him briefly at Downing Street, but I went up the London Eye with his wife and his daughters. And his daughters looked like Dakota Fanning in, you know, the Twilight movie. Do you remember when Dakota Fanning was the yeah. vampire? That's literally what they looked like. Dakota and Elle really? Fanning, let's say. Yeah, very, very, like, blonde, Chanel suits, Chanel shoes, very straight hair, so black eyes. Alleged to really, garlic. like, intimidating to look at. Anyway, Mrs. Putin 
was asking Cherie Blair and my mum where was good to buy the girls some like nice designer shoes. And I obviously didn't get what designer meant. I was wearing like a Nike tracksuit and like Adidas trainers and then like a cap. I was such a tomboy. And I told Mrs. Putin to go shopping at Clark's because that's what I thought was a designer. (laughs) It is very classy. I love Clark's. I still do. I wear wallabies all the time. Yeah. So yeah, so make sure after this, you go to the Instagram account for Clark's and see if you can go and do a product placement. I've been trying. I've been trying. I've, spoken about Clark so much I'm like when will I get a free pair of Clarks? <laughs> well Grace Campbell you've been an absolutely amazing guest here today for Subtly Prelash. You have managed Thank to consume you. two whole drinks. Congratulations yeah, for that. and you've got six out of six as well for the game so really. Thank cool. you for that I feel really proud of myself. You have done something today it's made you feel proud as Heather Small famously sang. Exactly. Uh, I look forward to seeing you very very soon. Uh, we'll do something when the things are over. Yeah. For we sure. will go to a park, we will go to a club, we'll get maybe we'll go to heaven. Let's see what oh, I love heaven. Done. But for now, thank you so much. Our amazing guest today, it is Grace Campbell. Thank you for having me, babe. Thank you very much for that, Grace Campbell. I had so much fun, and yes, I did have a hangover the next day. I didn't take her advice. I didn't have the, is it dialyte, she said? Uh, No, I just drink and have a glass of water, and somehow I just suffer the next day. But luckily, I guess I'm half Polish, so um, liking suffering is like part of my branding. Anyway, next week I am joined by the fantastic Something Wong. Something Wong from RuPaul's Drag Race UK. So if you have any questions for her, be sure to drop me a message on Instagram. My handle is at laughsoflulu. Additionally, if you have any ideas for our game of True or Poo, drop me a message at laughsoflulu on Instagram. And of course, need to give a massive shout out to our friends, our sponsors, our supporters, Mask Club. If you want to go and look sexy next time you go to the supermarket, be sure to head to mrsk.com. Club, use the voucher code PRELASH5050 on checkout and you will get 50% off a first month subscription with them, which includes two brilliantly sexy face masks and of course the carbon filters. And next time you go to the supermarket, you won't just feel sexy as hell, you'll also remember the amazing time you had on Celebrity Prelash. Um, or maybe you'll have a hangover, I don't know. Anyway, my name is Lucy and Jack and I will see you here next week with something wrong. Okay, bye! Oh, that was straighter this week. Oh, maybe I'm on the change. Maybe I'm on the change.